and welcome to Songs for the Struggling Artist, the blogcast. This is episode 269. My name is Emily Rainbow Davis. Thank you very much for listening. Today's blog is about a performance I saw not so long ago, maybe two months ago at this point. Um, I went and saw a show. I saw a show. I saw an actual show. And this is about that. It is called A Night at the Wet Opera. All day, it had been threatening to rain, but we decided to risk it and go to the park to see the opera performance. Neither of us had seen a show in person since the shutdown, so it felt like a big event. We showed our vaccine passports at the vaccine entrance of the Bryant Park lawn and were directed to the folding chairs and tables we could take and place anywhere in the area. There was a cordoned off section away at the back for the socially distanced chairs set up for the non-vaccinated. This event, by the way, it was the first time I got to show my vaccine passport. I was so excited. We found a table and settled in. Almost immediately, we were reminded of what New York audiences for free stuff are like. (laughs) Very annoying. There's always some intense rule enforcer who enforces rules that don't even exist. Several people asked if we were using our table and were miffed when we said yes, despite the fact that there were many freely available scattered around the edges of the lawn. There was a family in a line in front of us who seemed to be playing musical chairs, and they were taking non-stop selfies with one another. And then it started to rain. Only a little bit, at first. The selfie family started trading umbrellas around instead of just chairs. And almost no one left the park. The show was about to start, after all. It rained. The show started. If the response to its starting was muted, it's only because everyone had umbrellas in their hands. By the time Carmen finished her aria, the audience had figured out how to cheer in the absence of clapping, and there was some very cathartic cheering. Because, of course, we weren't just cheering for Carmen. We were also cheering for ourselves. This audience that would not be pushed around by some rain. A lot of rain by this point, by the way. We are sitting in the rain in a park watching a fair to middling opera performance and I was weeping my face off. To hear a performer singing after so long just cracked me open. A lot of it was not very good, but honestly, I did not care at all. I was so grateful for their cheese ball narration and hokey costumes for their two-person choruses attempting to stand in for the usual giant choruses. Next to us, the young women in their sundresses who'd been sharing some crackers and cheese at the start huddled together under a clear plastic tarp. They eventually just dispensed with their tarp and let the rain pummel them while the Toreador sang his song. They happily drank their hard seltzers, soaking wet. The older man in a sweatshirt, his cane leaning against his leg, let the rain soak through his hood for a while, but he finally surrendered and left his single chair. Then the thunder started. And so, before the Toreador could conclude his number, 
the artistic director appeared ruefully on stage, clearly there to end the performance. And so the Toreador made his own impromptu conclusion with a flourish. The singers took their bows. The audience cheered and then flooded out of the park. Almost literally, the puddles were ankle deep. On the subway steps before us, the little boy was joking with his family about his remarkable experience at wet opera. Wet opera was really quite beautiful. I was so moved by this crowd that would not move. We were told we were at the first opera performance in New York City since COVID. And it felt like that really meant something to this crowd. This crowd did not strike me as a particularly opera-opera crowd. They didn't seem to be particular fans of any of the singers or have a relationship with this company. They just felt like it was important to sit in a park together and see a show, rain or no rain. During one of the arias, a few tables away from us, someone popped a champagne cork. They all started giggling from the embarrassment of having made a big noise in the middle of a show, and the giggles were contagious. We're all so unused to being together like this. A simple thing like a cork pop just reminded us we're all here together. We're all hearing this music. We're all feeling this rain. We see the rivulets streaming on the backdrop. We definitely all heard that cork and the giggles around us. Whatever happens, we're all feeling it together. Even the thunder, which sends us home. It would have been so cool if you all could have been there with me. It would be like all of us watching this pretty mediocre show, but at least we would have all been there together. That would have been very nice. Uh, this is the last show I've seen, in addition to being the first. I have not yet seen uh, another show since, since this one. And I'm not so sure about when I'm going to see another one. I'm a uh, little nervous about this Delta situation. So, you know, we'll see. I know a lot of people are, like, going back inside to theaters, and I don't know about that. I don't know about it. It's like... I just read this article by Helen Shaw and Vulture. Helen Shaw, I think, is one of the best theater journalists we have here in New York. And she was talking about how, like, kind of cool the current Broadway season is and how they're finally, like, taking chances on plays and how, you know, never, there's never before been more than one black playwright on Broadway at the same time. And now there's, like, seven and there's a lot of women and it's all really cool. And I was like, I do not want to go inside so I want to see all of that but not yet <sighs> anyway seeing things outdoors absolutely I would I just just there's not there's not a lot because you know performers have to rehearse indoors and it's not as simple as just like oh let's put everything on outside anyway so uh I, I don't mean to, this is a nice, uplifting, positive experience. Don't ruin it, Emily. <laughs> uh, so, so, so what song? What shall I give you? Well, I listened to a lot of songs about the rain. Yes, I did. 
And uh, I feel like I'm storing them up for, you know, in case I, there are future rain songs needed. Um, but I settled on Eddie Rabbit's I Love a Rainy Night, which is a song I absolutely hated as a child. I really, I thought it was so dumb. And it's not because I didn't love Rainy Nights. I actually really did love Rainy Nights. I just thought, like, why would you say that you love them over and over again? It didn't make any sense to me. Um, but it is actually really fun to play and sing. So in a moment here, I will play you Eddie Rabbit's I Love a Rainy Night. Um, meanwhile, thank you so much for listening. If you like the podcast, please tell someone about it. Share it on your various social media. Um, if you would like to support it with your dollars or whatever currency, you could become my patron at patreon.com slash Emily R. Davis. There's also PayPal and Ko-fi. All those links are in the show notes. Always much appreciated. And especially you're, you're all being here. Really, it's great. Great to have you listen. Um, so without further ado, I give to you. Eddie Rabbits, I Love a Rainy Night, on ukulele. Taste the rain on my lips In the 